Hey, slip, slide, tryna provide for me. For me. For me. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it, all right? <laughs> <laughs> it's, that, was a, that was a nice one, okay. I'm out here, uh-oh, Richard. <laughs> oh, wow, wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Wow, dude. Yes. It was a G.I. Jane jump. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. I'm going to, okay? <laughs> I could, oh, okay. That was a greatest night in the history of television. Okay. Yes, 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 y'all. Yes, y'all. We are back. We are back. Illegal intellect. Thank y'all for joining us for another episode, man. I hope y'all enjoyed last week's episode. And man, y'all, y'all heard what happened before I start speaking. You know, for those that don't know, I'm, the whole world should know. But it went down at the Oscars, you know. And I ain't gonna sit up here and act like I was watching the Oscars or nothing like that. But I just seen the timeline going crazy. Social media was going crazy, and yeah, man, I just. Uh, Man, just like everybody else, I, I couldn't believe this happened at the Oscars. I, I don't really plan on harping on the, the Chris Rock, uh, Will Smith situation too much, but uh, all, only thing I can say is, man, I, I definitely don't think uh, Chris Rock got slapped just because of that joke. I, I honestly think, like, some other things, like, prompted Will to slap Chris Rock, and I, I do want to say, like, uh, emotions had to be, like, very high and getting the best of him, or he had to be on edge or something, man. I just think the straw broke the camel's back, man. My my prayers go out to both parties, and, you know, without further ado, man, the, the big topic at hand that I see, like, most people was discussing was uh, protection. And, you know, in essence, saying, like, yeah, 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 that's what a husband's supposed to do, man. Somebody get up there, and everybody is you know, laughing at your wife or a condition that she got, you got to walk up there and just, you, you know what I'm saying? But uh, on the other side, then you got other people saying, like, you know, it's a it's a different way that that could have been handled, right? Even kind of what I get from it is more like a, a diplomatic approach, right? And, and then maybe if it, like, crosses the line, then maybe proceeding to slapping somebody. But, um, you know, it just it just got me thinking, you know, a lot of times, like I've I've said previously before, like, you know, a lot of people come up with like what should happen, what's supposed to happen and what they would do. But, you know, sometimes, you know, you can't really predict what's going to happen or what's not going to happen. You know, and in this case, uh, I could never <laughs> I could never like picture in the world like an award show like Chris Rock, like one of the greatest comedians of all time. And then Will Smith, one of the greatest actors of all time, like being involved in a situation like that. But uh you know, I'm not married, you know, so the only situations that I can go to in my life, you know, were were a few. And, you know, with with, with protection being the, the topic at hand, it it just had me thinking. I, I remember uh, back when I was in the projects with my mom, 
and uh her boyfriend at the time came to live with us i'm I'm not sure if they uh was even engaged yet uh, at this time but he was living with us you know and all i know is like you know uh, uh, down the road like some things just started to change and you know i don't know what the changes were i think i was like nine or ten at the time and i just found myself uh just thinking like, man, like some, like a lot of stuff is just boiling, like boiling, boiling up. And I remember one day, you know, my mom and her boyfriend was getting this heated argument and it was a lot of screaming, like taking forth a lot of yelling back and forth. And I just remember opening my door and, uh, you know, I just see him just like real enraged, like with my mom and my mom just like enraged herself. And you know, I just like was thinking in my mind, like this, this seems to be getting out of hand. And next thing I know, you know, he starts, uh, you know, running towards her or charging at her, I should say. So like, I kind of just tried to jump in front of my mom to protect her. And he just like, you know, put his hand on my head and just muffed me like into the door. But I think it was like in that moment, like a, a light bulb went off. Like, you know, he couldn't believe, I think he was that mad and that took place. And obviously he felt bad and I think that shifted things, but I, but I know for me, at the time, I remember I, I just started crying because it was like a moment where I was realizing, like, there's nothing that I actually can do. There's nothing that I could do to protect my mom, and I, it was, man, it was just a crazy feeling at the time, man, to just be, like, helpless in a sense, and then it's like going into, like, the like another time within the same year, like, I just remember, like, after that moment, like, I think he had got into like a mood or something or a little attitude about something and I, I felt uncomfortable. And uh I remember calling my dad and just telling him if ask him if he could come pick me up. It wasn't my dad's weekend to come pick me up. I called him on Saturday. It was at nighttime too, and I was just like, you know, can you come get me? My mom wasn't there at the time. I don't know where she was at, but uh, you know, I, I packed my stuff up and my dad like knocks on the door and then, you know, my mom's boyfriend at the time like walks upstairs or something and I just, you know, walk out, you know, and walk on my dad. And I'm not really saying nothing. And then my dad, uh, you know, puts my bag in the car, I get in the front seat, and we just start driving off a little bit. And I remember my dad's just, like, just knowing, like, something is off. And he asks me, like, you know, what's wrong? And, you know, I'm just like, nothing, you know. And my dad just, like, gave me this look. And he was, like, asking me, like, um, you know, then my mom's boyfriend, like, put his hands on me or something like that. And then I kind of just didn't say nothing. And then he just asked again. He was like, you know, you could tell me because I promise you, like, if he put his hands on you, I'll break his legs. And I just remember in that moment just saying, no, no nothing happened. I just, I just, I just didn't want to be there. And, you know, we ended up continuing on home and, you know, it's it's in this first instance that I'm bringing up about protection where I'm sitting here thinking, you know, on one hand, I'm just saying, like, you know, as as a male, I I tried to help. I tried to help defend my mom and I couldn't. But then it was like, on the other hand, you know, I didn't I didn't want to put my dad in a situation to where like something would happen to his life, because even at the time, I'm not living with my dad or anything like that. And. You know, I don't know about most people's uh, fathers, but I know people would be like, yeah, my dad, uh, you know, do this for me or my dad a kill for me. But it's like my, my dad actually was like a 
an American trained killer. So that's like it, it wasn't a game like when my dad brought that up. Like I, I full heartedly believed that. Like my dad was a Marine in the whole nine for on two campaigns. So, you know, I didn't I didn't I felt like in that situation it was like I even felt as a child like I wanted to protect my father because I don't want nothing to happen to him or, you know, him to go to jail or anything to just get more violent. You know, like I just I just want to keep the peace. And uh, I just I just was thinking like about about that, like with the whole like protection thing. Right. Everybody's like, you know, you got to you got to protect your loved ones. Right. And it just got me thinking like that comes in like so many different forms right now. Obviously, now that's me talking about my family. And then I remember another situation, which might be more kind of similar to this whole uh, Chris Rock, Will Smith, Jada Pinkett situation, right? Uh, it's crazy. I remember I was, I was, uh, man, I think I was 19. I was working at Six Flags, Discovery Kingdom, Marine World for the real OGs out there in Vallejo. And at the time, I remember uh, my, my best friend, like sometimes he would, he would give me rides to work and I would pay him to give me a ride to work and sometimes if he picked me up I'll pay him too and at the time you know I had I had a I had a relationship at the time and you know between just you know being young you know just working like you know you go on dates you spend some money here you spend some money there and you don't really got it like that to be honest when it's your first job it's, it's crazy to think like back then I think I was making like eight dollars and and fifty cents an hour at the time and you know I was just just enjoying myself over the over the summer back from college or whatever it's actually I think was like my my first job in life when I think about it and uh I just remember one particular day man my other boy comes and we we heading to wing stop and I tell my boy I'm like hey man like we going to wing stop I know you're gonna meet me at the house but you know we're at wing stop you want me to uh pick you up something you know, uh, while while I'm up here, he like, yeah, man, uh, barbecue, ten piece fries, drink. I'm like, all right, bet. You know, so, all right, we get the wing stop, we get back to my spot, and uh, like we eat or whatever, we play, and then next thing I know, I'm asking, I ask him, I'm like, hey, man, you you got that money? And he was like, what money? I was like, oh, for for picking up your food. And he was like, oh, like. I thought she was uh paying paying for me. I was like, no, I was just like trying to say like I would I would just get the get the food for you since we was already up there, you know what I'm saying? So like we could just all we all eating, like you not just left out. <laughs> and then um he was like, Man, like, well, it should be good because I what about all them rides that I gave you? And I was like, I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like every ride that you gave me, like I, I paid you for. It. And then I was like, to be honest. Like, I wouldn't even be sweating you over the, the money like that, but I, I don't got it like that right now. And then I don't know. I think the next question or something was like, man, like, he asked me, like, you know, something like, why is that the case or something? I'm like, man, between, like, I just bought my new phone, the Galaxy uh, the Galaxy 4, I think, at the time. And I said, between paying for days for me and my girl and stuff like that, you know, I just I just don't got it like that. Mine just just $10 at the time, right? I'm like, so I just, I just need the 10 man, but, you know, just... You know, that's, I just need the 10. I don't got it like that. And then I just remember him saying, like, man, like, uh, well, yo, your girlfriend is disrespectful for letting you pay for dates for it. <clears throat> and then I just remember, like, just something, like, went off in my mind. 
where I was like, almost like, man, I couldn't believe he said that. But even how I was feeling like, it's like, bruh, it's like, ain't no way I'm finna just let you talk about my girl like that. And I just remember at the time, I just ended up telling, like, just going, like, in on him. Like, I, I didn't even care. And I just remember just, you know, firing back at him about, like, a situation he had with a female at the time. And even explaining how, like, bro, like, I, I didn't even understand why he was doing me like that and how my girl ain't got nothing to do with this. Like, this is between us. Like, don't bring her up. Don't 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 talk about my girl. Like, that ain't, that ain't got nothing to do with nothing. And I remember I just I just kept going in and going in and, Next thing I know, like, I just remember my best friend going like, oh, that's how it is. That's how it is. Okay. 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 Uh, Packed up his Xbox and just dipped. And I'm stuck there with my other friend just talking about the situation. Like, man, like, I know I'm not wrong, bro. Like, it didn't have to be like that. Like, I don't even know how it got there. Like, how my, my girlfriend at the time got involved in this conversation. Right. And, you know, some time went by and man, we, we was dude hung out like every day, chopped it up with each other every day. But like, like just so much time went by. We man, we hadn't said a word to each other. Like I low key was ready to just be done probably with the friendship. And I just remember my dad asking me like, you know, uh, like, you know, uh, you know, everything good. Like, you know, you ain't been kicking with your boy lately. And then, I, you know, I explained the situation to him. And, you know, I just remember my dad just telling me he was just like, look, um, I understand you, you feel like you had to do your thing and you had to defend your girl. And, you know, you, you take pride in that. But, you know, don't don't let that be the reason that your friendship ends. And especially when you saying this is all over ten dollars, you don't want to throw your relation, your friendship away over ten dollars. And I just remember, like, you know, just that moment, hit my boy up on the phone, came over, you know, sat down like, man, and we, we discussed everything, like, everybody's side, and uh, work passed it. He ended up giving me the, the money that day. I, I, wouldn't even, I was just ready. To, I wasn't even going to take the money or none of that. But, uh, well, I'm not going to say I wasn't going to take the money. I'm saying I wasn't caring about the money when I called him, but he ended up giving me the money, so I took it. But uh, I, I just, I just was remembering even in that in that moment, like man, like, like how things just got real intense. E even at the time, like when this happened at my at my house, when he's just like, okay, okay, like, cause that's one thing I, I say or I hear a lot, like when sometimes people don't realize. I think about men, like, I think uh, danger between us is like like very like prominent, like, cause you just never know, like, cause I could have. I'm somebody that's not easily offended, but everybody is not the not the same way, right? Which is kind of like this Oscar situation in my mind, right? But it could have got to a point to where maybe what if my boy wanted to fight me in my house, right? And then let's say like, man, let's say, you know, I end up like getting beat up by him, but then I can't deal with it. Then I, you know, we just end up fighting each other again every time we see each other. And it's just like, man, like it's, is, is that really what it should come to? Even when we're talking about now, right, this would be me fighting for my girl's, my girl's honor, right, even. But to even think, like, you know, I'm finna, I'm finna, I'm finna throw away, you know, my friendship. And this has been my friend since I was eight years old. So 
So this, you know, this ain't even, this not a regular, like, yeah, I just met somebody. I knew him two years in high school. Like, this, I knew this person since I was a child, you know, and to think, like, it could have, it could have got real intense. And, and I'm not discrediting, like, my relationship at the time, but saying, like, I had only been in that relationship for, like, three months. So it's like three months is what I was about to throw my whole friendship away over, right? But we over here talking about matters of protection. And then lastly, the last story I want to tell before I kind of like bring bring some more of this together, the idea that I think I'm getting at here is, um, man, I, I remember I was, in a, uh, I was in a situation in uh, Las Vegas. And, you know, this is actually even one of the reasons why, like, man, I'm, I'm so turned off by the thought of Vegas outside of the fact that they got the Los Angeles Raiders. But clap it up for them because they might be seeing me when we played the Niners, but anyway, right. I was in a, I was in Vegas, man. And I was with a group of my friends, you know, we, we all trying to, uh, you know, go to a club and we trying to, we got had, came with this plan where we had an even ratio like men and women so we can get in the clubs for free. And, you know, we end up, uh, working out this plan where, uh, this time, I don't know. I didn't have a girlfriend at the time, but you know, now I invited a woman to, to be there, with me on this trip and uh her her cousin was uh one of the one of the women that was involved to help us have an even ratio but she already kind of had a situation going on herself at another uh venue or whatever so she was just stopping by to help uh one of our people get into the club so we had an even ratio and she was just gonna dip so uh somehow this is this is crazy um <laughs> some Somehow, one of their friends uh, gives the cousin a bag of Cheetos, and they eating the Cheetos. Her, uh, the girl that I invited and her cousin is eating these Cheetos in the line, and we kind of getting, we about to get in the line is moving, and like the the head bouncer just goes, you know, I don't want. No food in my club. Well, no, he said, there's no eating in the club. Can you please throw those Cheetos away? That's what he says. And then uh, both the women proceed to just, instead of just throwing the chips in the trash, which it, it was not even that many chips left. Cheetos have never been this delicious, in my opinion. But uh, just stuffs the Cheetos, like, in their mouths. And the bouncer goes up. Nope, ah, y'all, y'all, uh, y'all can't get in. And then everybody's kind of like, "What?" And this is crazy because we almost basically in the club. Like when he gives this order, but even right at the moment, it's not that big of a deal, right? And a whole bunch of commotion happens from this, and basically, you know, it's trying to get worked out between the bouncer, like, like, come on, like it's it's not that deep or whatever. And then you know, next thing I know, the uh. The manager of the club comes out and then, you know, he hears basically the situation. He's kind of laughing about it. And he's trying to explain to the cousin like the situation at hand, but she's not trying to hear him out. She just basically cusses this man out and goes out on him, goes off on him. And then he's kind of like, well, you know, F it then. Like, I'm, I'm just trying to explain to you what's going on and trying to fix this for you. But you're not even trying to hear me out. Like you basically just telling me to F off. And really at that time, and he's just like, 
everybody else can go in the club, but she can't go in the club. That's what he said. And next thing I know, the uh, the like I said, this is the cousin of the girl that I invited with me, and you know, I'm basically trying to calm her down or whatever. And she says this statement like, well, I'm not going in if she can't get in. And I'm like, bro, what what does that have to do with anything right now? Like, and she was essentially trying to say, like, this is my problem that her cousin couldn't get in the club. But it's like that at the in my mind, how I was seeing it, man, like, I don't understand how this is my problem when the person that I invited can go in the club. And she's not even staying here. She was only here to help somebody get inside the club so she could just leave and go to her venue. But, um, you know, this whole thing comes about like this is that's family. Right. So I'm kind of like upset about the situation just off that alone. Right. And next thing I know, we all go to that club. Everybody kind of was feeling down or whatever. But mind you, this is crazy. Right. Because now three months later. I shouldn't even, it was a three month, man, however many months later, a bunch of months later, right? Many moons pass by and I do end up dating this particular woman. And this ends up coming up in an argument. And the reason why this comes up is because my ex-girlfriend, right, is claiming that, oh, well, because of that situation, I felt like you didn't defend me. You didn't protect me. And then I asked, I said, well, well, what was I supposed to do? Because he wasn't saying that you couldn't get in the club. He said your cousin couldn't get in the club. So so how is that me not supposed to protect you? Right. And then it's like, well, it has to extend to family, too. You, it has to extend, it has to extend. So I said, so so check this out. So what you want me to do is punch the bouncer in the face. And he got all his other bouncers with him. And then they hit me up and they they beat me up and dropped me on the ground. And then what shoot, what are you going to do for me besides stand there crying and looking stupid and screaming? And then when I get locked up and thrown in jail, how are you going to pay to get me out? It was quiet. It was no answer for that. It was no response. And then this argument carried over. And then I had to I had to hear from another family member who was telling me that I, that I, in a sense, was in the wrong. And that the reason I was in the wrong is because I'm supposed to know my worth. And that's why that's why I'm not seeing it that way. When it was getting painted as I was a sexist, I'm taking the man's side and because I'm just explaining if a bouncer tells me to throw some Cheetos away. So I. There's no eating in the club. I just throw the Cheetos away. I don't have a point to prove to a bouncer or anything. Because from the bouncer's perspective, what he was explaining, or rather his the manager was explaining, if my job is to keep the club in order and no, no chaos to happen, if someone can't even listen to me saying throw a bag of chips away, what else would you not listen to me about? in this establishment right that was their perspective and it made sense in my mind and like i said bro cheetos has just never been that delicious to me and i just remember now back to being in this argument right in a i'm in a house where everybody else is on the same page but me right and then 
But the only thing they were saying was that, you know, my my ex took it too far by saying she uh she she took it too far by saying now she felt like in that moment because I didn't protect her that now the course of our whole relationship, whatever happened in the future that I would never protect her, that she could never feel safe with me. And that brings me to like kind of all three of these stories that I'm kind of telling where it's like when it comes when it really comes to protection, it just it just had me thinking like, man, you you could go out here and protect people. Right. And this is why I'm prefacing the, the beginning by saying, see, I'm not married. I am not married. Right. And just how like the people are saying, because like you are a man. Like, this is what you must do. This is what you call to do because you're a male. Like, like you must do these things. And from where I'm sitting at right now, and these stories I told you, when I think about when the beginning, when I was like nine or ten, you know, the first time I tried to protect my mother, there was consequences. And literally, if my mom's boyfriend at the time wanted to do more than just push me, there was nothing that my mother wouldn't have been would have been able to do to to really stop that from happening to me, you know, because I'm the one that had to step in to try to save her. There was nothing that she could do. Right. And. Even in the next story where it's like my father is like, you know, if he put his hands on, you could let me know I'll break his legs where it's like, you know, I already didn't have my father in my life like that. So then if something drastic, like if my father dies in that situation or goes to jail in that situation now, now who is the other male that's supposed to continue to really, that's supposed to be in my life and guide me and protect me, you know? Like, like where is that? Consequences. And just like I brought up in the, you know, it's a lot of hypotheticals that was like coming up around the Will Smith, Chris Rock thing, but in the last story I just said where it's like, you know, a woman is saying, well, I feel like you didn't defend me, right? And then it's like, then the scenario that I'm describing that will, that would have took place, right? Not just to like, see, because it's Oscars. You know, you mess around somebody. No one's expecting somebody to get slapped at the Oscars. Nobody's thinking a big of a deal. You right? You feel me? And Chris Rock didn't press charges or nothing like that. But these are two established icons. You know, but now we we get in the lives of like regular people in situations, right? And we just got to think like on one hand, it's like, like, dude, like when, when does it come like, uh, you protect yourself, like protect yourself. And and that's the thing that I think that is, 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 is not being told in totality where it's like, yes, you know, there there are situations I believe you should do the best that you can to protect people, to protect women. But then, you know, from the, from a lot of the standpoint, when I look at being a man, it's like, bro, when Will Smith says, love will make you do crazy things. And it's like, now, now that, that can lead to a whole lot of turmoil. Even when I think about like, like I said, emotions being high and men operating out of emotion and not thinking things all the way through. Where even I'm sitting here like, sure, bro, I'm I'm saying Will Smith can act however he wants to act to defend his wife, right? And for the most part, everybody everybody's okay with that idea, 
But even on the other end, I'm thinking like, right, slaps Chris Rock. Um, Chris Rock really doesn't lose in that situation. And then now, that you know, I don't know by the time this episode releases what the Academy is going to do about Will Smith's Oscar. Because I'm, if I'm not mistaken in my research, this is Will Smith's first Oscar. And this is for Best Actor. And it could be taken away. It could be gone. There's no telling what's going to happen to his career or whatever at all. Right. But this, like, bro, this is in the name of like you, you got to you got to protect your wife, you know, and even even for the most part, I was still thinking even if like when Will Smith was cussing and saying if he would have even said that before the slap. Right. That that still to me seemed like it's a fight. Right. It's a fight. And then if it crossed the line again, like, boom. And I'm even then, I think I heard that they did make up or talked about or whatever. And even to the point where I think like Chris Rock made the joke and the information that people were saying he had to have known is like, bro, I didn't even know that Jada Pinkett Smith had alopecia. I didn't know that at all. I don't I don't watch the Red Table talk like that. I'm not I'm not involved in her life like that. I didn't know that. I honestly just thought she had a bald head, man. Shoot, I mean, I, I remember when women was uh, cutting they, the size of their heads in high school, and I, I had no idea why. And then it was like, well, Cassie cut her hair, right? But she cut her, she Cassie had shaved the side of her head because her mom had cancer, but then everybody else was just shaving their head. So I don't know, and I don't just walk around asking, like, women why they got bald heads. I don't, this is not something I do. I digress, though. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, back to, man, back to protection, man, and, it just even had me thinking too. Like I've talked about in the episode previously, where everybody's like, "Well, uh, Kanye West shouldn't act like this. It could get violent. It can get violent. It shouldn't get to that. It shouldn't. It shouldn't get to that point, right?" And then, you know, another man is texting you like, "I'm in bed with your wife," right? And man, that that seems to me if it just is disrespectful. If people were saying like a joke from a comedian is disrespectful, and Pete Davidson also happens to be a comedian. Right. But it's like if it's like I know, like if Kanye sees Pete Davidson and slapped him after those text messages, it wouldn't be met with the same energy. Right. It just wouldn't be. And so I, I even just think, man, like protection in most in most cases, man, the way that people are like weaponizing it, man, is is uh, man, it's, it's, it's wild when I think about it. it's really wild to think like protection is really being weaponized where even to the points where I, I even think like a lot of times where it's like I've seen another person bringing up scenario where there are times where people do even step in and try to protect women but like maybe the dude that might be yelling at him or abusing a woman like in public the man will step in and then end up getting beat up by like both of them because the woman comes in and starts helping and it's like dog like I thought I'm supposed to be helping you. I'm trying to save you. And really, when I'm thinking about that last story where it's like, are are women really putting us as men in situations where like they will let us carry out what is the correct form of protection? You know, the correct form, because even when I think about what, like I said, people say what a man is, what a man is supposed to do, where I think like. Really, like, some of the most smart men are, are diplomatic. Where it's like, like I said, because amongst men, danger is present. It is present, man. You just never know. Where it's like, 
when I look at like what Chris Rock did, when he makes that comment, if y'all want to rewind back in this or go rewatch the clip where he goes, oh boy, I could, that was diplomacy right there. Cause I have a feeling he could have said some more or something else could have took place, but he decided not to take it there. And even when Will Smith is cussing him out and saying that, and he goes, you know what? I will. I, I respect Chris Rock for protecting himself and protecting Will Smith and protecting Jada Pinkett Smith in that moment, even after saying that joke. And I know most people's not going to see it that way, but it's like that's what happens when Chris Rock decides to get slapped and be diplomatic. Like he he protected everybody himself and the other two people that really like are in the, the midst of this situation to where even like I'm saying, Chris Rock doesn't even press charges on Will Smith to where even at that point, right? If charges get pressed and Will Smith goes to jail, bro, it's man, it's, it's going to be a different type of energy from his wife. I would imagine where it wouldn't just be like, I'm so glad that he slapped him. You know, but I didn't want it to, to get this for him to go to jail or, you know, I want them to stand up for him. But, you know, all this stuff, or even thinking like, man, some people, some people die over this stuff. Even when I be thinking like, man, like how many like, like gangs can get at odds or people can get at odds just because like women are involved, man. And it could be worse than a slap or even prison like death is like could really be the case. And even like in the situation I brought up with my best friend where like, man, I'm I'm a I'm a clap it up for him. But I think in a situation like being being the Chris Rock, because I feel like, man, I I just know how I get, man. And I, I know I, I, I feel like when I got offended personally by him bringing up my girlfriend, I knew I took it too far. And I know I'll take it too far because I want to I want to belittle you. I want to break you, especially at that time in my life, man. Like like that is my goal. Like I want you to feel as bad as possible. And it's like. You know, for my, my my best friend at the time to just be like, OK, that's how it is. That's how it is. You know, and kind of just walk away because it didn't have to be like that. He could have fought me right then and there if you wanted to. And he would have been just as justified, even though, like, you know, from where I'm standing that he was disrespectful first. But it's like, man, I came through with like so much more disrespect, man. And it's like, you know, I, I even respect like, man, my father for just sitting me down and just helping me realize, man, like, don't. <clears throat> don't let pride take over you like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, you, you want to do the right thing. You want to stand up for your woman. And, you know, it's especially or even people you care about, man, but you don't ever want it to just get too far to where you can't come back from, man. And I can I honestly can say, man, I, I know my life wouldn't be the same, man, had that situation got out of hand and, man, that one's still my boy, man. We still rocking to this day, man. And uh, like I said, man, I just I just hope both parties, man, you know, nothing affects them like too much. And, you know, man, it's just a real good learning opportunity for us all. And I know for the probably the next couple of weeks or maybe the rest of these days leading up to this podcast, you know, people will be like, hey, like, that's right. Y'all better do this or this better happen. Or if I was Chris Rock, I would, man, like I say, man, you – you never know what you're going to do, man, but just make the best decision that you possibly can and something that you can live with. And, you know, even by all means, like the current relationship I'm in now, man, I'm not obviously I'm not saying I'm ducking anything, man. But I'm just saying the way that protection has been like 
really in these real life scenarios in my life, man, like there's a lot of things that I that I think about before I just, you know, I'm ready to take it there, especially as I get up older in age, man, because it's easy to think like this when you're young, you know, or even like I'm saying, even with not being married, because I'm saying that's still somebody's wife. So that's even another thing that I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting that part wholeheartedly, but that's still somebody's wife. There's no telling what they're going to do. Like when it comes to that, I just talked about last week's episode, like, man, like that level of commitment, man, it brings seriousness out of people, man. It brings seriousness, man. And, you know, I just, I pray to God, man, like, you know, he, he is the ultimate protector of me and my relationship and Ah, man, hopefully I don't have to get thrown in nothing like that. But I did always used to say growing up, man, like, I don't want to be like the biggest bodybuilder or nothing in the world or just like super buffed out. But boy, I want to be strong enough that just in case something happened, me and my woman out in public or I need to get down on the Burger King, bro, like, it could happen, man. You know what I'm saying? And I just, but I still hope it never gets to that, man. Man, I hope you all enjoyed this episode, man. Just make wise decisions, man. Protect yourself. Protect women. Protect, man, just protect as many people as you can when you see wrong happening, man. And just, man, just remember, man, it's consequences and just think about the best solution, man. Peace. Yeah. 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 Yeah.